Hi there, so these lunchtime rows are actually designed to fit to any point within your day when you've only got a short amount of time to squeeze in a row. And as such today, we're not even gonna do our usual three minute warm up. We're just gonna head straight into a 25 minute row. But you can use the first five minutes of that to ease yourself into the pace that I want you to eventually hit, all right? So you'll still get a sense of a warm up with this. And even after that five minutes, if you wanna quickly have a drink before continuing into the rest of the row, then that's fine, but hopefully you won't need to. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time, we're going to get straight to setting up the machine and then we're going to hit our row and I'll describe what the full session is, but hopefully you've already read the description. So on a concept two, head to the front of the machine and set the drag factor to where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video I have up on this channel. I set mine to between like 120, 130, depending on what way the wind's blowing. If you're not in a Concept2, then just set the resistance of your machine where you get a nice feeling from the stroke, but you don't have to heave against the power that you've set, okay? Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height if you can. And finally, set the foot stretcher height so that you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If they're set too high, you might get stuck and not quite be able to get there. If they're set too low, you might go scooting straight past, which can cause power leaks or worse, you can sometimes hyperextend your back. Nobody wants that, all right? So, we are going to start rowing at 20 strokes a minute and eventually we want to get our pace up to 2k plus 18 within this first 10 minute chunk of this 25 minute row, okay? So take your time to get up there if you wish, but I want to make sure that maybe after 5 minutes you're hitting right about 2k plus 18, which is 5 to 6 out of 10 on an effort scale, alright? Ooh, it's probably the longest of my intros on these lunchtime rows, but I needed to cover all that. So, are you ready for this? Let's go then. In 3, 2, one, and we're off. Right. So, like I say, the aim is to eventually hit 2K plus 18 pace at 20 strokes per minute. But you may be coming to this from a cold body. Oh, not like cold, like dead. That would be bad. But for me, it's the temperature outside is minus two. It's 10 past six in the morning and I really need to ease myself into this. So I'm currently rowing at 2K plus 20 pace just to get my body moving so I'm not asking too much of it as I start. But I will gradually increase so that by the time I get to the end of this first five minutes, I'm closer to 2K plus 18 pace. But before I start talking technique, I'll explain the 2K thing. I'll try and talk about other stuff, less boring, less boring stuff about today's rope, but I'll do 2K pace, then I'll talk about what the actual session today is. So 2K training pace is really handy because it's based on your ability. It's not some random pace that I just throw out and ask you to follow. And it's also not some really random effort out of 10 scale, which can change from day to day. So what you do is as long as it's safe from a medical point of view, you row 2,000 meters as fast as you can. Then, you take 
the resulting time it took you and divide by four. And that gives you the average time it took for you to cover 500 meters in your 2K time trial. So if you did it in eight minutes and 48 seconds, that means that your 2K average 500 meter time is two minutes and 12 seconds. Because 848 divided by four is 212. And so if you have a machine that you can set the display to show your current pace to cover 500 meters, which on the Concept 2 is the one that has slash 500 mm on it, then when I say row at 2k plus 18, you take your 2k training pace, your average 500 meters, and you go 18 seconds slower. So for our 2 minute 12 example, that'd be 212 plus 18, which quite handily would be rowing at 2 minutes 30 pace. Good maths there. You can tell it's early on in the row, because I could add. And it's because it's attached to your ability that makes it so useful. So there's a proportion or a relation, there we go, to your ability. It means that you will be working as hard for somebody who can row a 6 minute 40 2k or someone who can row an 8 minute 42k both of you will proportionally be rowing for the same intensity and so it's a way that my training sessions and training plans can in a, in a kind of cookie cutter way they can work for everybody there we go so that was 2k pace and as we hit the five minute stage if you want to quickly stop and have a drink before carrying on please do I don't want you to stop after the full 10 minutes has gone so I want you to get into the rhythm of the main session and the main session is this so we're going to do these 10 minutes which now that I'm 5 minutes in I'm going to up the intensity a bit make sure I'm hitting 2k plus 18 there we go then after the first 10 minutes is up we're going to go up to 22 strokes a minute and 2k plus 15 for 5 minutes 
which is like a six to seven out of 10 on the effort scale. Basically just row three seconds faster than you are now at 22 strokes per minute. And then once those five minutes are up, we're gonna go up to 24 strokes per minute and another three seconds faster so round about 2k plus 12 at 24 and then our final five minutes we're going to go 28 strokes per minute and ideally if you want to be around about 2k plus 7 or 8 but if you want to go faster you can okay so it's up to you for that last five minutes all depends on the kind of workout that you're looking for today but you have to make sure to properly get the intensity up for that last five minutes to get the proper value out of this short session So remember, in order to rise through these stroke rates and paces, it's all about pushing with the legs, okay? So remember that the power goes into the machine mostly from your legs and then it's followed by your back and only at the end do you pull with your arms and so in order to increase power you push harder with your legs which then means due to the strain on the handle you add in a little bit more of a surge as you rock over your back and a little bit more of a pull with the handle but that extra power also increases the drive speed here of your stroke and that's what helps with your stroke rate increase which we're going to do after this stroke okay here we go 22 strokes per minute and three seconds faster 
it just takes a little push Ugh. yes I am rolling thank you like a little increase in your leg push to get up to 22 strokes per minute and a faster pace but you still need to think about it to get there remember hopefully you've heard me say enough times that it's about ratio so when your drive speed increases a little bit your recovery also increases but your drive speed at these lower rates is still twice as fast as your recovery okay so it's proportional Ooh. and that's what gives you the rhythm and flow to your stroke I mean that two to one does get closer to one to one once you get into the 30 strokes a minute region but down at these low rates two to one is where it's at so I know we're halfway in or almost and it may feel quite late to start talking about the perfect technique but this is often round about the time where the best of intentions when it comes to technique start to fade away either because just so much time has passed that your mind has wandered or because you're just starting to get a little bit rounded on the corners losing that sharpness and some bad habits can start to creep in and usually that bad habit is posture and back related so I want you to really think about what's happening with your back so at the front of the machine you want to be tilted forwards over your hips into a one o'clock 
position. Now the reason I say tilted rather than leaning is I really want you to think about that forwards tilt being over your hips with a good posture that means nice and powerful you're not rounding in from the lower back okay two more strokes one more we're up to 24s so push harder with the legs one stroke every two and a half seconds and hopefully that power that you are pushing into the machine in order to get your stroke rate up has also resulted in another three seconds pace increase remember fluid it does help to think about your back forwards swing backwards and then as you release the handle away from you you let that forwards momentum of your arms and shoulders be what triggers the forwards rock of your upper body back over your hips right. I am afraid that I'm going to ease up a bit just by a second because I can see my heart rate skyrocketing up to 90% because I'm still only about three weeks now past recovering from COVID and my body's still not quite ready for really pushing the intensity but that's not to say that you slow down I want you to hold the pace don't use me as an excuse even if your heart rate is also up at 90% of maximum if you are fit and healthy and not recovering from injury or illness 
then that's a good thing to be working at that high intensity because this is such a short blast of a row you need to get the intensity right up there in order to get the benefits but like I say if you're recovering make sure to pay attention to your body rather than your ego so I'd much rather back off a couple of seconds here so that I can live to row another day instead of doing any more damage and suddenly needing to take an extended break so you make sure to hold your 2k plus 12 pace I mean to be fair I'm basing these paces oh hang on one more stroke one more stroke 28 come on this is where you need to go fast push harder with your legs and that will give you a faster drive speed and then handle comes in and straight away from you so don't hold that handle against your chest it just comes in out at the same pace with no pause the same speed you pull it in at you release it at get it over your knees body rocks forwards so that you're in the perfect body position before you bend your knees that's really important when it comes to getting these stroke rates up to like 28 and higher it becomes really more important about the sequencing of your recovery and getting that handle away and this is one of the reasons 
why I'm more of a advocate of the low sternum height finish of the handle rather than finishing it in a deep layback and the handle up in my throat because not only do you need to really force yourself back up if you are finishing deep which I mean I just did two of them I really felt it it uses loads more energy and has quite a large potential to injure your back and your core but if you finish handle at sternum height because you don't need to recover from that deep layback that helps with stroke rates and injury prevention but also as you bring your elbows through your sides your arms want to spring forwards again due to the tension of your pec muscles your rib cage and your intercostals and that helps the recovery of the handle and it's free motion rather than that big deep layback okay three more oh. well I ended up 94% of max which isn't good and 2k plus 12 was my average in that last five minutes but I haven't actually done a 2k since coming back from covid so actually I think that was probably for me right now probably closer to my 2k pace because my lungs can't take a really intense row so that goes back to what I was saying about 2k pace being about your current ability and how important it is that you just don't base it off one that you did three years ago every time you think something's changed you've got faster or in my case slower you should recalibrate and do another 2k but I don't have time for that because I'm too busy making videos for you I'd much rather do that right oh this iPad is so high up let's go to my bookmarks on ErgZone where I have the two minute cooldown set to PM5 look how quick and easy that was right so 
For those that are going to hang around, we're going to do a two-minute cooldown, and we're going to do the single leg drills, one foot in the floor, one foot in the straps. I'll talk you through the two minutes, okay? Here we go then. In three, two, one, go. I know there was a bit of a gap between finishing and starting to cool down, but it's important to let your heart rate drop a little bit. It's over the course of a minute or so. Right, so these single leg drills are about opening your body back up. This flexibility at the front with only one leg in really helps you move. That's why it's really good at the warm up rather than the cool down swap feet. But for these lunchtime rows, I've shifted these drills into the cool down so that you can get on with the main row just in case you don't have time to get into the cool down in which case just make sure and stretch in the shower afterwards but be very careful and don't want you to fall over all right one more stroke here then we're going to put both legs in nice and straight roll with your back and arms so you can see what i'm doing legs are straight and a soft lock so no power is coming from my legs but they're also not locked then I rock over my back, pull in my arms, and then out with the arms, rock back over my back. And this is the motion, didn't really finish talking about the back, but this is the important motion. That rock, the tilt over your hips, with good posture, backwards and forwards. Right to the front of the machine, forward lean, straight arms, just press out. Oh. You hold that forward lean and arm straight so you don't have to push too hard with the legs. This is about maintaining this position and teaching yourself to drive out from the front with straight arms that it can be done. One more. And we're all done. Now again, you may be short on time, in which case you're gonna hop off the machine and scurry off into the shower before heading back to work or the kids or whatever. Um, but again, do some stretching, uh, quads, hamstrings, hip flexors if you can. But if you're going to do it in the shower, please be careful. I don't want you to slip and fall over. However, if you're able to hang around for the next four or five minutes, then a rather stern looking mini me, let's see how we're doing for time, yeah, uh, has just started to do some stretching. So you can follow along with him. Um, so yeah, it's probably going to be a shorter one because I'm really pushed for time. I tried to squeeze this one in before going to work today and... I kind of need to leave for work in the next 10 minutes and I'm about to spend the next four minutes talking to you. I still have to have a shower. I don't think I've even made my lunch yet. <laughs> so yeah, um, we haven't spoken food for a while, have we? So today for lunch, well, actually, to be honest, I'm a very lazy creature of habit. So um, for the past two weeks, every single day, what I've had is I've got a nice flask that keeps things warm until lunchtime. Um, and I put in uh, some sang-yang uh, noodles with a little sauce and stuff in it, some chicken, some uh, uh, seaweed, some ginger, and some soy. Um, and that's it. And then it just cooks. It's like the dry noodles. So then cooks for the next four hours until it's lunchtime or five hours until it's lunchtime. And then, um, yeah, and it's ready and I eat it. The noodles are really soft by then, so it's a bit... But I have that every day. And you know what? It's the element of choice. That, see, when you're, when you're faced with what shall I have today for lunch, sometimes it can actually be quite um, blinding. 
and it's the same with rowing. This is why I think, this is why I hope the things like my, my plans are quite useful is that yes, they're going to make you get fitter, fast and stronger. That's hopefully, it goes without saying. But if you have like an eight week plan in front of you, even if you're not doing the five rows a week, even if you're like, well, I can only really fit in three. If you, if it's like a, I want to say eight weeks, eight fives is 40. So if you just look at those 40 sessions as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way up to 40 rather than uh, five a week, whatever and you just work your way through them that's like 40 rows that you don't have to think about you don't have to plan what you're going to be doing in that, that day you just follow this structure and sometimes it's that element of choice when you're thinking what am I going to do today that keeps you sitting on the couch rather than coming out to the machine so what I hope is the same as my, my lunchtime activities is that by giving you plans or giving you like the 30 days of 30 minute workouts or the 12 rows of Christmas it just takes that kind of what shall I do today decision out of your head and then you can just follow blindly this Scottish oaf um, and then I'll just kind of guide you through a whole bunch of different workouts. So, and then of course, if you're not doing a plan, you can kind of think, well, I know the structure should be bottom, mid, bottom, top, bottom, mid, bottom, top, in terms of the intensity on my pyramid. So you can just dial in and just pick one from, from my uh, workout library. Cause I've got like 300 in there by now. So you're not gonna get bored. You can do pretty much by, I think by the time we hit summer, there'll be a year's worth of rowing in on my channel where um, you could just row for an entire year without doing without having to watch the same of my videos twice, which I think is pretty cool, all for free as well. It's not like I charge a penny for any of this. Um, not that I'm saying, hey, so you should, because the whole point is just that I do this as rehab for myself because I'm still carrying a few injuries so I can't go full out, and especially because I'm like, a, like you just saw, I had to back right off because I'm still recovering from COVID. So um, these are sessions I would be rowing anyway and keeping the intensity down like I have to in order to make these videos is what lets me recover. So it's fantastic. We're like in this great symbiotic relationship. I row, you row along and together we will be, yeah, fitter, faster, stronger really is the same thing. So anyway, so regardless, um, uh, that's my eight o'clock alarm. Um, regardless, I hope you enjoyed today's session. Hopefully he's close to being done. Um, so like I said, these lunchtime rows are meant as like emergency rows when you're like, ah, I've only got 25 minutes, what should I do? And then you do this. They're not designed to be a plan, okay? You're not really, so they're not really designed to be one after the other, like daily over lunch. You might find it gets a little bit too intense if you do it that way, if this is the session you're doing every single lunchtime. So you may want to just sit down and do like a, a 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute one day, or maybe you can only manage 25 minutes of that which is fine. You can just jump into one of my videos and load that up just to give yourself a little bit of a recovery rather than, because these are designed to kind of take you up. Like I say, I was in the mid nineties heart rate, heart rate just then, admittedly again. So yeah, I do hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, please leave me a comment um, in the YouTube or Facebook feeds or whatever and let me know how you're finding these. Tell me if I should even be renaming them. They're, they're called lunchtime rows, but I'm beginning to wonder whether I should be calling them like stuck for time rows or something. So I don't want people to think, oh, I can only do it over my lunch. But really, are people that daft? So yeah, so let's have a hashtag today. I'd like to give you a hashtag to show that you got to the end of the video and we'll have the hashtag stuck for time, okay? Because that's kind of what I was laying awake last night thinking, should I be changing the name of these? So let me know. Um, yeah, and so I will see you in another video, whether it's another lunchtime row or one of my other ones, I will see you in that one. Please look after yourselves, stay safe, be well, bye-bye.